It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show, if you can guess which one. Hey, Thomas, how's it going today? Another Marquesas Monday today. It's another Marquesas Monday, and I wish it were not this season of Survivor. Yeah, it's um, it's not off to a great start. Let's just get into it. Hey, uh, let's get into hey, it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the sooner we get into it, the sooner we're done with it. When when you were like, "Can we record on Monday this week?" I was like, "Oh God!" So I have to think about this episode for even longer. That's right. Like, I was ready to record this episode as soon as the episode aired. I was just like, get it out of my memory. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> anyway, Thomas, did you watch Survivor 45 last night? Dudes will step to you with a corny line, asking for your name, saying, what's your sign? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I did. Mm. Is this perhaps the worst premiere they've ever had? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I think this is the worst episode of Survivor I've ever seen. Well, there are a couple that come to recent that I, memory that, that were I've pretty bad. Seen, but, but Oh, no, you've, you've seen the two I'm thinking of. But, okay, tell me, tell me what they are. Um, the Varner episode from Game Changers was oh, yeah. pretty okay, atrocious. Yeah. I'm, ta- I'm talking about ones that didn't have, like... Let, let's let's put the ones. Yeah, let's let's put ones like those ones can go in their own uh, their own category. I'm just talking about like like regular episodes that didn't involve people being like weird transphobes or uh, sex criminals. Yeah. Um, God, so many fucking sex criminals on this show too. It's the fact that it keeps coming up. Maybe now that it's more like a more conscious show. It's gonna, it'll be less of an issue, but you know, half a dozen times in a 40 year span is half a dozen too many. Anyway, this week's episode was called We Can Do Hard Things. Ironic episode title. Bad. Love that. Bad episode title. That is incorrect. <laughs> uh, Drew says he's one of the smartest people to ever be on the show. I'm sure you loved that, right? As a smart guy. I got to tell you, I was I was talking about this to someone after it. I was like, I was absolutely prepared for this guy to be one of the villains of the season. And I barely even remember he's on the show based on how much other stuff is happening. Like, you know what? I don't have time to be mad about Drew right now. We have way yeah, bigger exactly. problems. <laughs> he he like he, I feel like if I were to meet him at a party, I'd be like, oh, hey, that was a nice guy. I'm glad I met him. Yeah, but I, I think it's extremely <laughs> annoying to be like, I'm the smartest. I'm the smartest guy. I'm I'm in Mensa or whatever. Like that shit's annoying to me. But you know what? That guy might be a competent player, which like we need as many of those as we can get. It's just like in playing video games, actually, when uh, you're playing the game and you want to do well in the game. You have to be smart, actually. That's my true. game. My job is video games. This guy's the game and you don't want to play him. <laughs> Triple H2. Katura uh, says she uh, uh, can't say that she's a lawyer. Mm, pretty smart move, I think. F- what the fuck is up with these people thinking people are intimidated by lawyers? I Look, I talked to... Lo- <laughs> I, I have, I've talked to many lawyers in my time, and I'm going to tell you, I've never been like, that guy's the smartest guy I've ever talked to. Like, no offense so to lawyers. So many smart I know people on this episode. 
I know plenty of lawyers, but I, I, it is an extremely lawyer brain thing to be like, and I can't disclose I'm a lawyer, otherwise they're going to think I'm a genius. Why, because you sit and read all day? I can do that, too. I choose not to, because there's wrestling yeah. to watch and podcasts to th- listen to. Knowing about the law does not make you better at Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Emily says she, if she's not winning, she wants to go out first. Okay, we got to talk about Emily, right? Yes. Emily's Emily's like the big character for this tribe there so were, far. There were some real, uh, uh, some emotional swings with her this episode because uh, she's playing way too hard and it was super annoying from the jump. It was annoying enough that she uh, came off w- looking worse than Bruce, who is extremely annoying. I had kind of forgotten how annoying he was. But <laughs> Okay, continue. Okay, did you not see the mod? Do you not remember that Bruce, like, never stops talking and keeps giving people advice all the time and is always doing, like, goofy dances and shit? Yeah, he's a fun uncle. He's not a fun... Okay. He's He was like, I'm not going to be dad, and then immediately was being dad. But also, he's doing goofy dances now because he's fun uncle. But anyway, uh, like, he came out and I think reasonably said... You know, I, uh, I I don't really have much of an advantage here. I've been on the show, but I was on, you know, I was barely even on it, basically. Uh, although I did think she pointed out correctly that he, when she initially was like, I'm going to push back on this, it was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. time we're talking about stuff, shut up. Why but, are you immediately targeting, making a target of yourself? But I, I will say, uh, he did immediately start giving people advice after saying that he didn't know anything about Survivor, so. Yeah, right. He was concussed for 11, of, 11 and a half of the 12 hours, but he does remember that palm fronds are not worth doing. Yeah. Uh, Jake, who is not me, says he wants to pay off loans and move out of his grandma's house. Uh, Sifu is a master of destruction and then does air guitar. That's your guy, right? I'm so sad that I picked this knockoff Tony, this fucking great value Tony. <laughs> So everybody's excited to be on Survivor. Kendra is a yeah. Libra. Did you get get that? Oh my god, dude! I hate this cast so much. Uh, She's all. I about really balance. thought I was willing to give people the benefit of the doubt because I know that, like, we've had plenty of of these type of videos before, and I think, I think we can both like we can reasonably say the cast have been pretty strong since they came back from the COVID break, right? Like, I think in general yeah, they've I think been pretty so. good. Generally, um, yeah. Uh, and then what the fuck happened here? That's what I want to know. It, and this is this is the one that you go 90 minutes on, not any of the other ones <laughs> that would have been way better suited to it? Well, you know, there's so many more advantages that are more difficult to solve, so we need the 90 minutes now. Oh, my God. Uh, Kendra also said the vibes are immaculate. I loved that. I love Kendra. Wrong. She's my Incorrect. person. That's Cap. Sources, dude, trust me. Uh, so they all get on this big ship that they're going to do the marooning on. I think it's silly when we see them in the boat and then also on the ship for the marooning. Just start them on the ship for the marooning, you know? It's yeah, too, come on. Remember now. in Pearl Islands, they were all on like the lower deck of that boat and then they were marooned? That's better. That's a better way to to like introduce us to all the characters than... Taking a dinghy to a ship and then jumping off the ship to jump on a raft? 
to then just, we know, go on other dinghies and be carted to near their island so it can look like they're paddling there. We know it's not real. So yeah, just this is, start them on the ship already, Jeff. I, you're right, but this is a level of nitpicking. Like, there's real fucking problems on this show. I, I think this, this is not priority number one to me. It's, it's not. Sure. I think on a different season, this would be something to litigate, but we got way bigger problems right now. What did you think of when Jeff said, we've been doing this show for 23 years and it's basically the same game? Wrong. Incorrect. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> he is living in a fantasy world. <laughs> Have you ever seen... I, God, I, I, I know we're not like an audio drop podcast, but like I wish that I had a Could soundboard be. with the... Uh, have you ever seen have you seen the clip of uh uh young thug's lawyer saying your honor that's cap during no, the, i don't think i have it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen so but i would just love to have the your honor that's cap on a soundboard yeah. ready to go for that look if anybody subscribes to any of our patreons we could afford a soundboard but yeah. no nobody wants that's, to do that that's for our uh, Look at My Lawyer Dog, I'm Going to Jail podcast. Uh, yeah. And that is a new podcast we're doing over on the Patreon. So Yes. Uh, we do have a new Patreon show that we Actually, that would be already. a fun... We, we definitely do. Honestly, that would be a fun simulated season. would just be Look at My Lawyer's Dog, I'm Going to Jail, and it's uh, all the lawyers that have played Survivor. <laughs> That's great. I love that idea. Uh, so Jeff talks to Brandon, uh, who immediately cries. He was crying before anyone talked to him. Um, Same. Remember how this guy in the video, uh, his girlfriend told him to be himself for uh, <laughs> for this? Like, maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> maybe be tone funny it down and a little be bit. yourself, yeah. <laughs> maybe be There wasn't chill a lot of funny. Time. There was a lot of crying. I mean, I'm laughing. Is that what this, Brandon's girlfriend this is meant? Just, this is just one of the, like, this is a thing where... In the casting process, like, first of all, Brandon should not have applied to be on Survivor. If you've never yep. considered that it might be hard to play Survivor, you definitely shouldn't go on. And he should never have been cast. Like, yeah, it's this I'm, is a disaster. I'm, I am just waiting for him to quit or be medevaced moving forward if you literally have him being like i didn't realize it. i've been watching this show since i was 11 years old this is the only thing i want to do and i didn't realize that it would be hard and then yeah okay here here's a theory that i have by the way uh, about this oh, season great. with the way that some of it's been because a lot of the interactions have been kind of uncanny it feels like some people are using this for clout right for other things like, that guy's a content producer. That has been the case, I feel like, ever since, like, social media was a thing, though. So I, But, yeah, like, it's, not, it feels like it's getting worse. Well, so is society, you know? Why so serious? Like, I just feel question. like people are, like... For strategy stuff, I get that people are metagaming a lot because there's just been a lot of the show before. But it feels like people are, like... They're like going on to like role play being on Survivor almost. And it's I don't like it. Yeah. It's weird. You're not role playing. You're not role playing. You're actually on just Survivor. play Survivor. Get on and Maybe play don't Survivor. Have a panic attack on the first day. That's embarrassing. Yeah. You should be embarrassed. And I'm sure he well, is. I'm sure he's the, still, honestly, we're not doing him any the, favors. The, but the, the panic attack, whatever you have a panic attack. That's not like that's a 
that's a legit, that's like a physical thing. To me, it wasn't the panic attack that was an issue with that. Because, like, you know, I mean, I think that there have people been people have that have had attacks, them on yes. the show. People have been ha- people have had them on the show before. The thing that's embarrassing to me is that you went on Survivor and you couldn't climb a fucking ladder into a boat. Yeah. Yeah, that was really sad to watch. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, okay, so then we get this moment between Jeff and Emily and Bruce... Um, okay, we, we already talked about that. Sifu dances, uh, which Jeff loves. This is, this is like, this is seriously, they've, this is like they cast the whole season out of the like one or two wacky cast members that they have, you know, like it's just, well, it's so fun. It's oops all Marianne's, it's oops all coaches. But you know what the difference yeah. is? Is like I Marianne actually could play the game, and I don't trust that a lot of these people know, can actually play the game. Well, some one of them is gonna win. So you know, sit with that, I guess. Unless everybody gets I, there are people, at the There are people on this cast. Most of them did not get a ton of screen time. The people like honestly, I think the people that didn't get much screen time are the ones that I will take seriously as players in this game for the most part. Because yeah. We, uh, they, Ariel, and, Ariel okay. and I are watching the, um, are, are doing our own rewatch, you know, outside of the podcast, just in chronological order. And we're watching One World right now. And the winner of One World has, like, barely been featured in the first three episodes. So may, maybe, I'm just saying, there's precedent um, for, for that. I think you might be onto something. And it was the same thing with the season before that. The winner was, like, not really featured until the very end. So, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we didn't really think Marianne would be anything to, uh, would be anyone to reckon with until, like, we got to the end, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I was right. too concerned about how I didn't want to watch her on television anymore, so it wasn't really a question of whether I thought she was good at the game or not. It was more like, please, someone vote her off so that I don't have to watch this every week. Shout out to Marianne, the greatest player to ever play the game. Yeah, Okay. Uh, I think if ever there's going to be a queen of the new era, it could be Marianne. Come back, win her second season. Wouldn't be mad about it. I, season 50, I Legends. Do not, I do not need a part two of the Marianne experience. What about Marianne and Sandra and Tony and Parvati and Boston Rob all on a season together? Coach is there. Sari is there. Uh, Tyson is there. It's basically Heroes versus Villains again. Yeah, just like bring uh, back the whole Marianne Heroes versus Villains cast, but with Marianne. I was talking to someone who made a good point. Can you imagine if you just dropped Sandra into this cast? The How season would be she over would already. Yeah. The season would already be over. <laughs> I would love that. I would love to see that. Uh, of course, Sandra is on the next season of The Traitors, which I cannot wait for. Uh, God, the traitors really came in clutch. <laughs> when yeah. we needed it most, that's when it started. Um, okay, we don't need to talk about Emily and Bruce anymore. They do the challenge. They have to empty a crate, retrieve a key, swim to a boat, grab another key, unlock poles, retrieve flint. Um, okay, that's the challenge. Reba chants their own name. Uh, that's fun. Brandon struggles to get in. On the ladder, onto the boat. They were way in the this, lead, too. Like, literally okay. all he had to do was climb one rung up onto this ladder. It was like a three-rung ladder. Here's my 4D chess theory. 
remember, actually, I don't know if you, you may have not seen this season, but there is a, a uh, notorious, an infamous, I should say, an infamous vote in a very early season of Survivor. I want to say Vanuatu, which is a fine season. Um, but somebody votes for, they, their vote written out is, bye-bye Denver Diva. And Jeff says, who is that? And like asks them in front of the people and is like, who is that? And the person who wrote the vote says out loud who they voted for. And it's like, all right, uh, no more nicknames. I think Brandon might be another situation where like that, where it's like, hey, if you haven't given this the actual thought, maybe don't apply for the show because it is hard. And maybe, you know, maybe Brandon is there to show us that. We've gotten too far away from that. What do you think? Like, this is the, here, here's the thing with this. I don't want to focus too much on, like, because, like, Brandon shouldn't be there. And I think that's more what I need, I want to focus on rather than just Brandon. Because, like, there's so many other issues with this cast. But, like, this is a failure. This is a failure on CBS's part. This is a failure of casting. This yes. is not, like... I'm not going to throw it all at the feet of somebody being a bad player. Like, I think it is ridiculous that you would go on a show that, you know, is hard and physically taxing and it didn't look he like didn't prepare know, for it in Thomas. any way. He's only been watching be like, this show for 20 it was years. Be hard. I didn't know it was going to be hard. And then God, we're going to get to the, we're, we're okay. going to get to, I just, I can't fucking Okay, so Reba wins the challenge. Reba, uh, they go back to their beach. J. Maya is thrilled with her tribe. I do. I agree. I think Reba is probably the strongest tribe. Uh, they do their introductions. Oh, oh, I looked this up. Um, remember Reba the show? Yes. Do you know the theme song for Reba the show? I, I'm not. Is it a Reba McIntyre song? I'm assuming it is. It is indeed. It is the song known as "I'm a Survivor." Hmm. What about that? You think somebody was watching Reba? I'm, like, hey. I'm a Survivor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was, if it's when the, you said "I'm a Survivor," I just immediately thought of the Destiny's Child song, and so then I was. Like the chorus for that played for about two seconds in my head, and then I was like, "Oh right, it's not that one, though. No, that's it's not, not Reba." I think that one's just called Survivor, right? Um, anyway, Julie lies about her job. She claims she's an art teacher. She's another a lawyer. The smartest guys in the room. Everybody is agreeing with that, right? Get over yourself. Grow up. <laughs> uh, Drew lays out his two identities. There's Drew, who is more reserved and writes poetry, and Basile who is outgoing and friendly. Hey, what about that? People contain multitudes, right? You love Drew. It's true. Just say you love Drew. It's true you love Drew. Over on Bello, Bruce complains about Emily Fair. Uh, he and yeah. then asks him to call him Uncle Bruce. What? Jake, if you were on a tribe and someone demanded that you call them Uncle Bruce, how would how would you react to that? All right, Uncle Bruce, what you need? Here's That's what, what I would say. say. Just Bruce is fine. <laughs> You'd tell this man what to call him. So. I'm not I'm not calling him Uncle Bruce. Like fuck off. Mm. I'm not calling you that. 
He is your uncle, though. You didn't even consider that. Uh, he gives all this unsolicited advice, which you already talked about, and it bothers you. Okay, but, like, he has the experience, so why are you mad? Everyone on the... Look, I'm just saying what the people on the tribe were saying, which was, he is overbearing. Um, I think that they should have also brought Pat Cusack back from David versus Goliath, because remember, he had to be medevac via, or because of uh, production mistakes. Um, and they could have done another captain well, season. What happened with that? I don't remember what happened there. It's been a while since um, I watched that season. They were on a boat back to their beach after the first challenge, and they hit a wave really hard, and uh, it, like, messed with his spine in such a way that he needed to be medevaced. Okay. Yeah, just, I like, vaguely hit, remember hit, this. Hit the water so hard. I was like, well, that sounds like a production error more than a player error. Um, what did you think about this? Kelly and Kendra both bonding over being born in September approximately 29 years ago. Oh, Pretty good. Stuff, good. Right? The astrology stuff. We love it. We love astrology. We love the Zodiac signs. Ooh, do you want to watch Zodiac as like the movie for this season? Since they're so into the Zodiac signs this season. I would love to. I, I don't need an excuse to watch Zodiac. Yes. Anytime you want to watch Zodiac, I will gladly watch that movie. It's one of my Same. favorites. Me too. I love that movie. Uh, Lulu. Lulu losers, they call themselves eventually. Emily is already suspicious of the people who volunteered for Sweat versus Savvy. This Emily is fucking ridiculous. Calm like, calm down. You know somebody needed to do that. And then you would, be, you would have been mad if nobody volunteered. Because you're like, why aren't you looking out for our tribe? Emily yeah. sucks. I hate Emily. Do less. Do less. Somebody was saying on uh, the world's greatest website, the survivorreddit.com, that was, they were like, why, why are people complaining about Emily? We've all been saying how we want a villain for so long. It's like, yeah. Yeah, the villain we're supposed to complain about the villain. and annoying. Like, you don't want someone that... Well, and also, yeah, we are supposed to complain, but it's like... There's a difference between being, like, a compelling villain and just someone who's annoying that you want to get rid of. Like, I think she's in, like, the, the like, Abby Maria, mm -hmm. like, lane um, of just someone who's a huge pain in the ass. I think that's, that's a fair comparison. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Abby Maria is far more annoying than Emily, but we've had two seasons of Abby Maria and one episode of Emily, so... Emily at least see. is trying to play strategically, which I I will give her a tiny amount of credit for. And Emily did have one big redeeming moment in this episode, and uh, I'm I'm willing to bet you know what I'm talking about, but we'll get there. No, remind me. Or are we going to get to it later? No, we'll get remember. there. <laughs> I remember. I've tried to put this episode out of my memory. Uh, Brandon finally gets to camp and tells me he had a panic attack. So happy to see you back, Brandon. Sean wants to build the shelter, but everybody else is pretty much useless. This is when Hannah went to sweep up the sand, which is historically a thing you sweep up off of other things. Um, and nobody else did anything. <laughs> this tribe sucks. I saw somebody yeah, say, it's oh, yeah, an they, they've been trying to make a functional tribe. 
they've been trying to make a disaster season like since or a disaster tribe since uh, the new era started a couple of years ago. And it feels like they finally accomplished it with the Lulu losers. You know, it's a good way to avoid this. Get rid of the three tribes of six and just do two tribes. Just do two yeah. tribes. Yeah, I would love to see that. It's been a long time since we had two tribes. I mean, I guess two. heroes versus other heroes. Winners at war, I should say, um, was two tribes, right? But that doesn't really count. That's its own thing. Um, was islands versus islands? That's what we're going to be calling it now. Islands versus islands. Islands that was two versus tribes islands. Too, right? Uh, I feel like most of the 30s was two tribes to start, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go try to remember anything that happened. Either way, if they weren't, they should have been. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, agreed. At Sweat versus Savvy, it's no longer Sweat versus Savvy. It's Sweat and Savvy. They have to do both. They move the logs and then remove Flint from a rope puzzle. But neither tribe gets it done. This was great. I loved seeing people fail. I was bummed because, like, I still like Brando. Like, Brando is still at least not actively annoying, but I was a little bummed at his prospects when he was like, you know, you got the buffer guy and the skinnier guy, and there's, like, an unspoken thing that the skinnier guy is going to, you know, handle more on the puzzles or whatever. And then they, he was like, saw this and was just like, I don't know. I was like, I have no idea what this is. It's like, oh, what the damn. fuck is this? It looks confusing and hard. I want to go home. Uh, Jake and Marlon Brando return to camp and tell them that everybody lost. Over on Lulu, Caleb and Sabaya tell them they lost, but Emily assumes that they got some advantage. Emily, how about you get your own fucking advantage? You know, it's Stop you haven't even gotten to on one else. tribal council yet. Like, calm down. Yeah, this is a long game. I know it's shorter now, but it's still a long game. It's, you've been here for three hours. Calm down. <laughs> Hannah and Brandon bond over not wanting to work, and then they cry together. I love that they have each other. That's so sweet. You know how um, I want Survivor by crying. <laughs> <laughs> This immunity Hannah idol then, crying. <laughs> Hannah then realizes that she's probably having such a tough time, uh, and she says, oh, it's probably nicotine withdrawal. How yeah. did this happen a second time? How? Well, I watched her exit interview. What with, did you um, think was going to happen? I, I watched her exit interview with the man we don't speak of, and she was like, and he was like, oh, so you, you, quit cigarettes like cold turkey like right before you went out and she goes oh no i don't smoke <laughs> it's like, so you vape or you Does use nicotine vape then, i assume yeah she vapes because she eventually was like kids don't vape but she apparently had used nicotine patches until like the day before the game started what um, did you think was going to happen? She was trying to wean herself off of nicotine, but... You know what? Honestly, this is not an excuse either, because we've had a player that did this before, and he made it to, like, fifth, right? Yeah, yeah. Although, in his, to be fair... He, he did he get to find, trade his clothes for cigarettes. He did get to clo- change, trade his clothes for cigarettes, and he, saw, uh, he found a pound of cocaine that washed up on shore. It's true. <laughs> so... That at least going for him. Uh, Nicotine. Yes. Good stuff. We love it. Over on Bello, the women make an alliance and target Jake because he's a lawyer. Lawyers are bad. Yeah. 
He's like a public defender who lives with his grandma too. It's like, yeah, this <laughs> we got to take mm-hmm. this guy out. He's too successful. <laughs> Can't trust him. Tour asked Jake. I like Jake about by the way. I turned around on Jake. He seems chill. Finally, after twenty. Eight years, you're finally on my side. We're great. We're grading on a curve. Yeah, I finally come back around to Jake. We're grading on a curve here. Like he yeah. he tried to help generally and was not annoying. Yeah, I mean it's a low bar for forty five so far. Um, I did. I didn't dislike him as much as I thought I would, but I wouldn't say I like him just yet. I like Sabaya. We didn't really see that much of him. Yeah, that's true. Um, Sabaya takes the lead on building the shelter. Emily is pessimistic, so she becomes a target. And they talk about the pyramids being built by aliens, and they were actually bad. Yeah, okay, so you were just like, yeah, I like her, by the yeah. way. And then it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, how about this, huh? Answer yeah, for was, this. Was this Emily's redeeming moment that you were talking about yes, earlier? Yes, where Emily was just like, yeah. was doing the, the like, uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus from Veep, what the fuck yeah. <laughs> reaction to this? <laughs> I, I was like, okay, good. I, I'm on her side in this. But like, it did. So who was it? Who was immediately agreeing with her? Was it Brandon that was? Everyone else. Everybody else. Did K- Did Caleb? Because Caleb was just kind of looking at her and looked confused for most of it. So I didn't know whether he was agreeing with her or not. You know, I I wasn't um, looking closely at everybody's faces. I only recall Emily being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It's by the way, the, anyone. First of all, I think most of the people that believe this, it's just like a. It's like the like is a hot dog is a sandwich thing where it's just like a dumb thing you can pull out to say to people. But that shit's dumb as fuck. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say that shit to people because it's the exact kind of thing, too, where it's like you're going to say something really fucking stupid. And then I have to be polite and nod along instead of being like, no, that's uh, dumb as fuck. It's don't day say one. That. I, I need to be polite. Uh, people love waving away out. like people love to like see a monument to like a massive scale construction project from the old times and be like, yeah, humanity couldn't do that. It was probably aliens. Like, fuck off. Well, actually, there are some aliens that are already on Earth. Did you even know about that? Yeah. Also, it, like, this is so the thing. I don't get, it. Yeah, it's like, it's so great to be like, there's no way that it would be. It I, Didn't she say that, it, like, it made more sense for, like, energy storage than it did for tombs? Like, what the f- what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That well, how? Explain. Please explain. Yeah. We got 90 minutes now. Please delve into this further. If there's one thing, if I see a pyramid shape, my first thought is, wow, you could probably store a lot of energy in there. What kind of energy? <laughs> first of all, what kind of energy? Kinetic, probably, because it doesn't move. Uh, over they on put Rebus. lasers in there. Yes. And it can shoot out to space because of all the energy. Over on Reba, Sifu goes idle hunting and then hides when people come looking for him. And he gets caught by D. Just like his uh, idol, Tony. Yeah, idle hunting. More like Tony hunting. Then Austin goes looking while collecting wood and finds a beware advantage that tells him to complete a series of task, tasks, first deciphering a code on the tribe flag. Uh, Austin rules Sifu sucks. Can you agree or disagree? Uh, Sifu's really annoying, uh, and... Austin's cool because he's from Chicago. Sorry, I'm still at the point where I, I don't have names to faces for everybody, so I'm just looking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Austin's still a bit much for me, but again, we have bigger problems. Sure. So let's talk about this immunity challenge. They go over ramp through mud, carry a big net of coconuts over log, throw coconuts into net. Perfect description, I think. Do you recall this challenge? It was good. I will say that my uh, my attention was uh, waning at this point because I had mm. been through a lot this episode. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I, I think this seemed fine as a challenge. Um, there's a... I have a couple notes on this challenge. I know we usually skim over the challenges because um, they're boring to talk about. But I did want to mention how Brandon fell on the ramp and Jeff said, let's go, Brandon. That was pretty funny. Because remember when they said that? Let's go, Brandon. The, the funny thing is, like, I don't even think that, like, the, the people that thought that was really funny, like, I don't even, they're not saying it anymore, and I don't even think liberals are using it ironically anymore. So, like, Jeff is the last person to get in on this joke. That tracks. Okay, here's my theory about Brandon. This is my actual theory, not what I said before. Um, Jeff saw Brandon, and he was like, this dude sucks. Let's not cast him. But I do like that he's called Brandon. Because of the race car driver that says, fuck you, Joe Biden. Um, So that's funny. Let's save him for 45. I don't think the race car driver said that, by the way. I think it was the crowd was chanting that. Okay, but he agreed with it. He was like, yes, I will go. I will go fast in my car. And then he did, which basically means he agreed with what they were saying. So Jeff (laughs) was like. He put on the Paramore song, Fast in My Car, which. As we all know, is a pro-President Trump song. <laughs> so what, what, what do you think I would this? never accuse Haley Williams of that for real. I'm sorry. Jeff Williams, Jeff Williams, Jeff Probst was like, I have a perfect joke to make. We got to save this guy for 45 because 45 was his favorite president. Oh, it's the President Donald Trump season. It's President Donald Trump season. So he could say, let's go, Brandon. We'll have to see how often he says it. Throughout this season, because maybe once when they were episode. shooting this, it was still a big thing. You have to remember that it's not live like Big Brother. Shouldn't a few months. Jeff's doing dance. Jeff's doing like Borat jokes. He's doing uh, <laughs> the the Budweiser was up. Yeah. Uh, Buffs. Ha- oh, he also says here's a here's a sentence that Jeff Probe said when somebody uses their buff to help pull their tribe member up. He says, buffs have never served such a unique purpose as pulling humans up a wall. That's a normal thing to say, right? It's a normal I actually said that. that out loud. Before he said it, I said it. And I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> Just he like stole me. my line. Bella wins this challenge. Reba takes second, which means the Lulu is officially the Lulu losers. Hannah wants to get the votes on herself, but Brandon talks her out of it. He is himself experiencing intense pain. Acid reflux. Did you know that? Oh, my God. I, I heard it's more ac- crying. Apparently Look, acid, acid reflux sucks, but like, come on, man, you're on Survivor. <laughs> Apparently it gets worse the hungrier you are. Isn't that fucked up? That is fucked up. Maybe he shouldn't have gone on Survivor. He didn't know it was going to be hard. They're eating pizza and shit all the time on this show. We have a joke with uh, uh, one of one of my cousins who may or may not have uh, alleged something about the way that we smell. Um, hmm. That 
if he went on Survivor, he would immediately be like, "Where's is there food? <laughs> like, there's no food. Like, there's no craft services here. Like, yeah, I thought this where was am a I TV supposed show. to get it? And that's, literally, that's you day. had people doing that on this one, basically. <laughs> Emily is. Just, we joked that he would voluntarily quit after week one. He'd be like, "This is crazy. <laughs> I'm out of here." Shit sucks. Who would do such a thing, though, in reality? That would uh, Emily never is targeting Kayla because of his relationship with Sabaya. Emily needs to, I know we've said it a thousand times already, but Emily needs to calm down, slow your roll. She Emily. is playing 400 steps ahead where it's like, okay, uh, from from day one, it's like, this person has already betrayed me. This per- These people have already formed an unbreakable alliance, and you all need to act on that. At the best of me, a person you don't know. Yeah. Well, she's paranoid, so she must be right. Let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had some birds. That was it. We got birds from far away, a couple shots. Couldn't make them out. Uh, but did you know that each of these tribes is named after a bird in Fijian? Okay. We've got Lulu. By the way, which, where is this 90 yeah. minutes go- being put to use if they don't have any fucking wildlife shots in it except for some birds that are far away? When they said 90 minutes, I said, oh, great, that's 30 more minutes of wildlife shots. No, they barely did any at all. Lulu is a barn owl. Bello is a reef heron, and Reba is a country singer from the early 2000s. So I guess not a bird, actually. Uh, the, it's the goshawk is what it's called, actually. Um, the Fiji goshawk. It's a great bird with yellow eyes. How big do you think they are? Uh, if they're a hawk, I'm going to say they're uh, like three feet tall. Try it. Can you do it in centimeters? No. They're 30 to 40 centimeters long. So however many feet that is, I don't know. What do they eat? That's probably like a foot and a half. Sure. What do they eat? Uh, I'm going to say they probably eat like rodents, maybe some fish, smaller uh, birds. Okay. You've got two of the four so far. Do they eat snakes? Mm, yes, reptiles. We'll give you the points. This is Family Feud rules. Okay. As long as you're close, we'll give it to you. Last one. Small. Uh, what? Bugs, perhaps? Insects. Uh, they also have a breeding season, but there's not really anything especially interesting about that. Uh, same goes for their hunting. Where do you think... Um, so even, even like the fucking bullshit I do have to pull for wildlife shots... There's not even interesting facts about it. So Yeah, they're like, this is boring. Do better. By the way, this is boring. Yeah. Uh, where do you think they rank on uh, the IUCN red list? Um, I'm going to say threatened. They are, in fact, of least concern. Oh, good. You know, just like, we're just being normal. We're just being normal guys. We're not hurting anybody except for our prey. Nobody's hurting us except for our predators, which I didn't read anything about. We're just living our life. And everybody's like, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry about it. 
So I appreciated that. Okay, so let's talk about this tribal council. They talk about their experiences so far. Anna continues to talk about how badly she wants to leave. And they have a verbal vote for Hannah. Everybody votes for Hannah. Okay. Bye, Hannah. Like, what, what was this? Hannah was very hungry. She was hungry for food and nicotine. Aren't we all? Um, maybe just... Also, Jeff should have been meaner about this. Agreed. Agreed. He was, like, not... He was not upset at she's all. She's not even he, quitting he like, for good reason. She's not even... She's quitting for no fucking reason. Like, she's not even quitting. It's not like, I got hurt and I can't keep going. It's literally, like... Uh, it's the first I, I've been here for one day And I'm uh, I want to leave now And I actually don't like it Like do you know how fucking insulting that is To all the people that tried to get cast on this season And all the people who did cast her And interviewed her for months on end Yes Like come on now Yeah um, Jeff had said he Was not hard on her Because he thinks people are mean enough to people on Survivor via social media. Yeah. We are mean on social... Everybody's mean on social media. That's how it works. You should also be mean when somebody disrespects your game. What are you talking about, Jeff? Apparently he wouldn't you know, have cast You know him. who would never have... You know who never would have reacted this way? TJ. I do. TJ would have been pissed. So many people... I did not realize... How many people in the Survivor community watched the challenge as well? I knew there was a big crossover in terms of audience, but there were so many references to TJ after this happened in the Survivor community. Like, yes, let's get to, look. They they moved the challenge from MTV to CBS. Now let's move TJ from the challenge to Survivor. Let Johnny Bananas take over hosting the challenge. She wants to, and I would I would still watch Ugh. it. I don't give a shit. Honestly, no. You know what? I say that. I don't think the show would be the same without TJ hosting. It would be TJ, awkward. The thing with TJ is he's mostly like a neutral presence. Like he's uh, he's an arbiter. He's not. Yeah, he's there to like laugh at them when they ha- get, uh, you know, dropped during trivia. But otherwise, he is like very even. And Johnny Bananas whole thing is like he would just be an annoying dick. And that's yeah. not what you want from a host. Yeah, he would try to put the spotlight too much on himself um, as the host, which you don't want. Uh, you don't. Want you can't have your host going Jeff into business for themselves. Um, yeah, TJ. TJ is like, you know, the audience surrogate. Like when people are stupid during trivia, yeah, I'm gonna laugh at them. You don't know the Dallas Cowboys. You don't know H2O. You don't know they speak English in Australia. That that last one was real. Um, that shit's funny. And when people quit this really fun game, yeah, you should be chewed out like that. Hope to see you never. I love when he says that. That's so fucking funny. Anyway, speaking of um, doing good things, Thomas, you started this season with a bonus 10 points. I started at the traditional zero points. You got a point for Marlon Brando surviving. I got a point for Kendra surviving on Bello. You got a point for Sabaya surviving. I got a point for Sean surviving on Lulu. And you got a point for Sifu surviving, and I got a point for Austin surviving on the Reba McIntyre tribe. We both guessed Flint would be the reward. You said Reba McIntyre would win reward, and I said Reba McIntyre would win immunity, so we each got points for that. You said 
Bella would win immunity, so you got an extra point for that. So you now have 16, and I have five. So I gained a point on my already 10-point lead. What's the reward going to be at this next challenge? I can't believe that you reminded me about this. You could have, you literally, you said nothing. I I would not have a 10-point lead, or like a guaranteed locked-in 10-point lead right now, but here it's we 11. are. You know what, though? I, you know what? I respect you. I respect you for honoring this. Thank you. Uh, what's, the, what's the reward going to be? Um, I'm going to say fishing gear. Ooh, that's a good call. Um, you know, I love to say it. It's got to be tools to build a shelter. One of these times, it will be tools to build a shelter. And I'm going to feel why real silly when it is. Of tools to build a shelter. In the new era, but yeah. you know, such every a time you say guess. it, I'm like, uh, maybe this time it will be, and then it never is, and I'm like, why isn't it? Like, how are they supposed to build their shelter anymore? If they don't well, have they definitely can't right now. Who will win reward? Um, I'm sticking with Reba. I'm gonna say Bello. Look, when you deem yourself the Lulu losers, episode one, I don't trust you to win anything moving forward. Uh, who will win immunity? Uh, I'm going to say Reba for this as well. I'll say Bello then. And, of course, you said Subway would be the product placement. I said KFC, so we have yet to see. We have yet to KFC We have yet to KFC. Yep. Thank you. Uh, um, we have, of course, those uh, points in the future. The segment that's happening now, though, is a little segment we like to call... Can you guess? Is it Quub's quiz? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Keep your Which Zodiac signs are you most compatible with? Playing the perfect summer day to find out. Summer is the best. This is from the Real Alora community contributor. 7,735 points. That's a good amount of points, I think. Like, not so few that we know it's going to be a bad quiz, but not so many that it's like, this is their only thing. It just means, yeah, they made a good quiz. First off, what time are you awakening? What time are you awakening? Do they mean waking up? Yeah. <laughs> or do they, does that mean something else? The Great Awakening. I, yeah, this we're off to a bad start here. Also, as we all know, there are six times that you can wake up, <laughs> that you can awake, and they are 6 a.m., 7 a.m., 6 a.m. on a summer day. Mm, can't wait to get up at 6 a.m. on my day off. 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10 a.m. or noon. No 9 o'clock times <laughs> no in there, which is what I would have said. But fuck me, I guess, right? You got to throw in 6 a.m. No 11 o'clock. Um... I guess I'll 830, go, I guess. I I guess 10. I have a dog now, though, so I rarely up yeah, beyond the dog like 6 or 6.30. But a perfect day? I'm usually up before 10. Yeah. I'm usually up before 10, so I, I'll say 8.30. Thomas, what's for Brecky? I'm sure you love that they call I, it Brecky. Look, can we, I'm just going to put this. I want this on record right now. I, I hate the person that made this. <laughs> the real Alora? Yeah, not a fan. How do you think 7,000 points? Putting the real Laura on notice. What's for Brecky? All right. Uh, toast with eggs, cereal, smoothie bowl, waffles, eggs and bacon, just coffee slash I'll pass. It's two different answers. 
Um, on a perfect day, I mean, toast with eggs, that's pretty standard. And I do see avocado on those at the toast as well, so that's pretty chill. Cereal is always a classic. Smoothie bowl, yeah. Overrated. In Smoothie my Bowl is some fucking influencer bullshit. That's like some white lady yeah. TikTok video it's, bullshit. It's fine. It's one of those things like, oh, I get I get why you like it, but it's just it's too much, you know? How about you just um, make a smoothie? How about that? Yeah. You're just abandoning the last step of making a smoothie. Waffles, I do love eggs and bacon, classic. Just coffee I'll pass. I, I just want to pick all three of the last three. Eggs and bacon. That's just, that's pretty regular, too. I think waffles. Waffles take time, so, like, I'm gonna, you know, eat breakfast at Toast noon, with eggs. I would say eggs and toast, but toast with eggs is not what I do. Mm. The eggs are the main thing. The toast is the side thing. Thomas, where's your first stop? Mall, farmer's market, beach, movies. Jim, I'm staying home. Uh, well... Let's say I'm staying home. Hmm. Let's see if I'm up at 10. I eat breakfast at noon. Waffles take so long to make. I guess then like 1 o'clock, 115. There's probably a good movie showing. I'm going to pick movies. This is We're talking first stop here, though. This is not 115. I think this next one is, is around lunchtime, probably. Okay, but I already allotted two hours to make and eat waffles. Yeah, move a, a nice afternoon movie on a hot summer day. That's perfect. What are you picking? I said I'm staying home. Oh, I, I think I didn't hear you. Uh, what's next? Yeah, I'm going to chill. Uh, the mall, bowling, water park, bike ride, I'm getting a snack home. Water park, obviously. <sighs> that does sound really fun. What if you um, just said the mall for every answer? <laughs> and I'm staying at the mall. I love the mall. I think I'll probably go for a bike Julius. ride. Bike ride sounds fun. Uh, what's for lunch? Wait. Okay, See, it's whatever. not an afternoon movie. It is for me. Lunch is at 4.30. You're seeing a movie. This person's like, yeah, you're going to go see a movie at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> like a fucking freak. What's for lunch? Burger and fries, pizza, ramen, salad, tacos, ice cream cake. Oh, fuck. That looks so good. Um, for lunch, burger's pretty heavy for lunch. Let's go with ramen. That sounds nice. Ramen does. I'm going to go with tacos. Yeah, I, I I feel like tacos is a little more. Although if it's four thirty, tacos that is a good time. Tacos, for tacos tacos are as light or as heavy as you want them to be. It just depends on True. what you get. What's get heavier? Some fish tacos maybe. Uh, what's heavier? A pound of fish tacos or a pound of steak tacos? A pound of steak tacos. A Probably pound a pound of, steak, of tacos. steak tacos. Okay, no, time they, for a surprise. They weigh the same. Where are you going? What is the, What are the logistics of this day? I have to know. It's the I'm going perfect to a water park, summer then I'm day. Going, <laughs> I'm going to a water park, then I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> or an amusement park. Those are two separate answers, apparently. I'm going to the airport. I'm going to go hang out at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that Tom Hanks movie? The 
Terminal? The terminal. I'm going to go hang out like Tom Hanks in the terminal. Uh, the lake, the mountains, or just driving. Um, let's see. What was the last thing I did? I ate ramen. I like they have Disneyland and an amusement park. It's like I have to go to the Disney one. <laughs> amusement park is not descriptive enough. I think I'll go to the lake. I feel like ramen isn't enough if I want to go into the mountains. I should have had something a little more substantial if I'm going through the mountains. What are you doing? I'm going to an amusement park. I'm I'm, I'm going to an amusement park. Sorry. Uh, I did this recently. I went to a water park and regular amusement park because it's two parks for the price of one at Michigan's Adventure. It's a whole summer of fun. So are we sponsored now? That sounds like an ad. I wish. If they sponsored me with free passes to Michigan Adventure, that would be fucking tight. Yeah. The day is almost over. When are you coming back home? <laughs> Why doesn't it give us genuine times like before? This Wait, is, what this, this thing is breaking its own. This thing is breaking its own rules. This is a perfect day. You don't get to. <laughs> you don't get to be like, I'm never coming back from this day. Is it a Groundhog Day situation? Am I reliving the same day? <laughs> the day is almost over. When are you coming back home? If I have the perfect summer day, I'd better die. <laughs> <laughs> if I pay $80 for the perfect summer day. <laughs> Right now, tomorrow, in a couple days, in a week, in a month, never. Um, I guess tomorrow. I'm coming back right now. The day's almost over. I gotta go home. I mean, a day is a vibe. <laughs> oh my god, okay, we haven't had dinner yet? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, okay. go- I'm coming home never, and also I'm eating dinner now. <laughs> What's for Grow dinner? Grow up. <laughs> Thomas, what's for Steak, dinner? pasta, sushi, barbecue ribs, soup, breakfast for dinner. Already had breakfast, don't need it again. Uh, I'm going to have some pasta. Yeah, I'm going to have some pasta as well. I was going to pick sushi because um, it's delicious, but I already had some ramen. So, um, You know I like to do variety in my food stuffs throughout the day. Now time for dessert. Ice cream, blondies, milkshake, popsicle, chocolate cake, apple pie. They're all so good. You know I'm getting a milkshake, bro. You know I'm getting a milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I'm picking chocolate cake. How long is this quig? Quiz the real Laura. What's a quig? How long is this quig, Jake? Stop. What activity will you end the day with, Thomas? Oh, I know your answer already. Option one. I don't even need to look at the other ones. We're doing karaoke, baby. Okay. After I've never come back. <laughs> What was I at the ball games, game? Watching movies, partying, reading. I'm going straight to bed. Fuck, bro. You know I'm fucking partying. This is well, a multi-day day for if me. There, look, I'm telling you this right now. I, I've been, I, I've done karaoke many times. You can party while you do karaoke. It's encouraged. Not according to the real Laura. Two different things. Like how you can't go to an amusement park if you're going to Disneyland. Finally, oh my god. When are you going to sleep, Thomas? 8 p.m. I've done all this and I'm going to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> Time isn't real. Disney. I hung out at the airport for six hours. Time to go sleep at 8 p.m. This is like a this is a fucking Mark Wahlberg ask day. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, 8 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m., midnight, 3 a.m. Never. They love the never. It, look, if I'm having a really good day, that I don't want to end 3 a.m. 
Like that's yeah, that's right? like I'm I'm burning the candle at both ends. Although, you know what? I feel like this might be the last question. So I've really got to think about this. And if it's the perfect summer day, you know summer is the best. The real Alora agrees with me. And I just wish summer never ended. I'm clicking never. Um, okay. I got Sagittarius and Leo. I'm trying to remember what I got my fiance li- Libra is and Aquarius. Um, uh, I'm not. Oh, uh, Kendra's a Libra. Remember, she's all about balance. Yeah, and we're so naturally, uh, we're so naturally uh, compatible based on my reaction to seeing her on television. <laughs> Uh, my fiance's sign is a Gemini, which is not one that the Alora, the real Alora said. I also don't like their name. Too many R's, too many R's, too many L's, too. Sagittarius is direct, funny, and optimistic. Leo's are generous, comfortable, and creative. You're a Leo, is that correct? It's true. That's why we're so compatible on the mic. Don't, uh, don't look you... back at any of the podcasts that we've made. <laughs> <laughs> are you, would you call yourself generous, comfortable, and creative? I don't think I'm that creative. Um, I feel uh, like I'm situationally generous, but I could be more generous and comfortable. Sure. Why not? The pictures to male lions hanging out. Kind of looks like the uh, image that we use as our background on our logo every year. Every season. It's us right now. Yeah. Um, so do you agree or disagree? Uh, I disagree. Status? Hmm. All right. Well, hopefully Kendra talks more about Zodiac signs of the future so we can do more of these quizzes. Yeah. I want Kendra to, to in the talking heads, they need to ask her about this fucked up day. What's going on <laughs> with this day? Okay. You wake up at Answer 8 a.m. Answer for your fellow astrology people. <laughs> you wake up at 8.46 a.m. You go to bed at This is a Voight-Kopf test. <laughs> uh, Thomas, what is you your You aren't going sky? to sleep. Why aren't you going to sleep? <laughs> do you have a blue sky you want to promote uh yeah you can follow me at tom.tom.bluesky.social uh you can follow the show at onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social um they've really gotta get more people on that thing and remove the bsky.social i think it looks bad but fun that fact part's about bad. uh they are giving out a lot of invites right now, so... I've noticed that. I wish I had more people who wanted to be on, because I have quite a few invites uh, that are just stacking up, and I just don't have the following on uh, X that the people giving them out do. Uh, and I'm not I've offered multiple times, and people, I can't give them away, man. There's been, right. like, a couple people I've given them to, but I still have some codes. Yeah. Uh, if you need codes so to Blue Sky, So if you are a listener and you want a Blue Sky code, hit us up. On Twitter, my name is Jake. Uh, my name is Jake Scheidel. My name is Joke Scheidel on Twitter.com, uh, currently known as X. Thomas is Tom, not Tom, also on there. Um, Tom, Tom we'll not Tom. Blue Sky codes, on the Jamie Kennedy experience site. Free of cost. Uh, we're also on YouTube, the only fun survivor podcast. That's this one. Uh, oh, if people want to comment on YouTube, which they haven't in a while, if they wanted to, what could they write? Ah, very funny. And do we want to announce our next Patreon show here? Yeah, bro. We're talking about Tony Show Lube, baby. 
The shows that show. Tony Shalhoub's been on and the movies. Yeah, we're going through his entire filmography. If we, can, I saw he has a lot of performances on the stage as well. So if we can get our hands on one of those, uh, that would be great. Uh, maybe we'll go to a theater. How much are we going to charge Shalhoub. for this? I believe we said five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, only for the low, low price of five hundred thousand dollars a month. <laughs> we will watch Monk. <laughs> a show we've already watched as children. A show, yeah, that I watched recently, but I'll watch it again for you it's a good show. for five hundred thousand dollars per month. Uh, do you want to thank the fans of this here program that is free? I would love to thank the listeners for consuming our free product. Thank you, listeners. Um. You could give us money anytime on patreon.com slash just podcasts. Do you want to check the Apple reviews or tell the people what to rate on Apple reviews? I would love to. Um, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. I love that. Um, well, you know, I would describe this as, I mean, it's not the perfect summer day because it's not technically summer anymore, but it was like 80 some degrees. So I guess in that case, I got to say this, have a great summer. Deuces. Bells are chiming for victory. There's a page back in history. 45. <laughs> What's your favorite USA show and you can't say Monday Night Raw? It was obviously Monk. It's not even close. Yeah, fair. You know there's a whole Monk channel on the Peacock network? Or streaming service? Do you mean that they have episodes of Monk that you can watch? Because I've watched it on there. What do you mean? There's, a, there's like a channel that plays them randomly? Yeah, it's like, you know, Peacock's version of Pluto TV. They have one of their properties just playing 24 hours, and it's like 500 channels or whatever, because, you know, they have all these shows. Paramount Plus okay. has the same thing. I'm sure other streaming services have it. Anyway, I found it the other day. And I was like, ooh, let's That's pretty Monk. cool. I do like Monk. I went back and watched it after I went through Columbo too many times. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. They uh, Tom Sharpling was doing a 24-hour. He's doing this like every year now. He does like a 24-hour broadcast. And the, the big special guest to end it this year was Tony Shalhoub because Tom was a writer on mm. Monk. And uh, That's so great. They, they, it was very sweet. They were both just fondly remembering uh, working on the show. And apparently Tony at one point like specifically uh, helped Tom in negotiations. Like when he was in contract negotiations, was like, I want this guy. Like he's integral to the show, like that kind of thing. So I was like, that's really neat. Oh. He seems like a oh, swell guy. We love Tony Shalhoub here. Um, should we do a Patreon show just where we chronicle all the Tony Shalhoub projects? I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, we could watch Wings. We could watch... Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub, yes. I love this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, we can watch Wings. We can watch... Uh, Monk. Uh, Monk. I almost said Psych. That's not the show he was on. We could also uh, watch Psych. We could watch Psych 2. Um, watch Psych. Yeah, we would... could watch Psych 2. Anyway, no, but still, Tony Shalhoub. We're talking about Tony Shalhoub. Tony uh, Shalhoub, of course. Uh, we'll talk, we'll watch have to 13 watch Ghosts. Fucking Mrs. Maisel. Am I going to have to watch Mrs. Maisel for this? Oh, when I forgot he's on that show. $500,000 a month <laughs> for me to do it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we would get to watch, like, guaranteed four banger movies for this because we'd get to hey. watch uh, Barton. <laughs> we get to watch Barton Fink. 
which is great. Oh, yeah. We'd get to watch Galaxy Quest, which I watched again recently and is great. Um, we'd get to watch Pain and Gain, which is a fun movie. Oh, and yeah. uh, we would get to watch yeah, The Man Who Wasn't There. He's so which good is, in that. He is good in that. Um, he was also in the first three Spy Kids movies. He was in Men in Black. He was in Gattaca. Wow, 1997. Good year. Oh, my God. Him. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Men in Black. Yeah, okay, so we're getting yeah. a couple bang- more bangers because, like, that's great. It's been a while since I've seen Gattaca, but people really love that movie, so maybe I'll like it more now. I didn't dislike it. Gattaca. That's all I can remember from that movie. <laughs> Smarten up probes.